Williams, and you can hear more from our book and ministry with Love and Lordship's The Authority of Love program on 99.1 FM, Central Kentucky Radio at WJMM 99.1 FM. You can also listen to The Current After It Is Aired. You can also hear these podcasts and many more, as well as videos on the on the Love and Lordship pages at, at Podbean, that's the podcast, loveandlordship.podbean.com, or on Vimeo with the videos, vimeo.com forward slash loveandlordship. This week, we continue learning about our identity in Christ so we can know and love who we are, enabling us to better love others. That's the whole point, right? We've spent time on the names of God to know and love Him, first command, greatest command. As we do that, he teaches us who we are and our identity in Christ. And that's what we're looking at according to his word. So we can know and love who we are, allowing us then to truly love others. We begin as always with this identity in Christ part three with a scripture text as our focal point. Second Timothy 1.7 says, for God has not given us a spirit of fear or timidity, but of power, love, and self-discipline, sound mind, sound judgment, some translations say. Now, if we look back at last week's post, and I invite you and encourage you to do that, if it doesn't light a fire in you to know who you are in Christ, atone for, a a sealed and made secure in Christ and the Holy Spirit, then as Brother Wayne Smith, a founding pastor and for 40 years, the pastor of Southland Christian Church in Lexington, Kentucky, used to say, then your wood's all wet. How awesome is it that God has recreated us in Christ for specific purposes that align with his kingdom well, and that he will finish what he started. However, we must remember that he never forces the issue, but graciously and lovingly teaches, guides, corrects, and yes, even lovingly punishes to move us toward that end as long as we listen and submit. With this in mind, we look at our identity today found in another incredibly reassuring and comforting passage and yet it is one that is so often manipulated by our flesh and teaching for our own selfish ends. That's the default mode, till we learn to look to God first and love him with all we are, grow in that and see his truth and see it from his perspective rather than what we want and get out of it, will always tend to define by the flesh rather than the spirit and the truth of the word. So the scripture text, which is powerful and encouraging, is one that we're all familiar with, or most of us anyway, Romans 8.28 tells us that in every situation, circumstance, and outcome, even every relationship, God is working for good in and through and to all those who love him and are called for what? For his will, according to his purpose. Look back at at, at previous uh, posts where we've talked about this some. This is when we are most fulfilled, content, and confident when we are finding our purpose, not in what we desire, but in him and his desires, for they are always selfless, perfect, and loving, and far above our own thoughts and ways. Isaiah 55, 8 through 11 tells us that his thoughts and ways are far higher, as high as the heavens are above the earth, are his thoughts and ways above ours. Ultimately, we find this in the free gift of our eternal salvation, but it must be lived out the sanctification part of, the discipleship part of salvation must be lived out in the here and now. This means that my hardship, my difficulty, my struggle may actually work in and through me as one who loves God to challenge, encourage, and or bless others. 
Those who love God and are seeking him and are called according to his purpose and love him. While it may certainly work out on the individual level, Scripture is not written just to the individual. It's written to the church, the believers, the followers, the body of Christ. It is also much greater when we see it from not just the individual perspective, but from the collective body of Christ perspective. The influence and impact that he has through and in every situation on all who love him and walk in his will. Are you seeing his work in your life in every situation and calling it good according to his word? Even when it's difficult? In our book, The Authority of Love, second edition, you can find that on Amazon, but be sure when you spell it out to spell out second, S-E-C-O-N-D, it'll take you right to it. I have a quote from Dr. Tony Evans of Oak Cliff Bible Fellowship in the Dallas, Texas area. It says, our God is a, I'm sorry, I've got a different quote there. Faith is acting like God's telling the truth. That's what I just stated. Are you living out and recognizing what God is doing is good, even in the difficult circumstances? You see, I may not like it, it may hurt, but God is still working good because his truth says he is. So in faith, I will act on that. Are you trusting in his word or in your emotions and circumstances? Christ has made it so we can walk in his love, love for him, and in line with his kingdom will and purpose as we put our faith in him, love for others. Will you trust him no matter what? Do you know Christ as Savior and walk with him as Lord? Well, as we continue to thank the Lord for all that he has given us and recreated us to walk in, knowing that we're secure in him. Remember last week's, matter of fact, you can go back and check all these out. Uh, you could Article, podcast, or video are all at loveandlordship.com. And in the articles, I have all the scripture texts linked. You see, we can know we're secure. I say that because last week's talked about that as security and the sealing of the Holy Spirit. We look today, though, at the reality or the truth that we've been given a spirit of love, power, and a sound mind. Or remember, self-discipline. We've not been given a spirit of fear or timidity, which means if you're continually walking in that, you're relying on your flesh. Doesn't mean you're not saved. That's between you and God. But you can actually live this out in love and power and in a sound mind, which allows you to make decisions of self-discipline. Reject those things that wrongly feed your flesh and sin and call on and walk in those things that are in line with God's truth and his spirit. Remember, that's 2 Timothy 1.7. By faith, this should assure us that no matter what we face, what others say about us or how the world, the culture may look at us, rate, rank, and compare us, we can walk in confidence, boldness, humility, and contentment because we know who we are in Christ. No fear of man, only fear and reverence of God, which gives us wisdom, the very wisdom to walk out the love and the power that he's placed within us and upon us, and the discipline of a sound mind to do so. Proverbs 9.10 says, fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. So that's where it starts. What is your confidence and assurance found in? Is it fleeting and shallow? Is it full of Oh, it's great right now, and then the circumstances or emotions change, and so you're fearful because it's rooted in your flesh, the world, or the spiritual realm of the enemy with all its deceptions and ever-changing standards? Or is it in the solid rock, the way, the truth, and the life that is Jesus Christ and the spirit that he's given us? All those who know Christ as Savior and Lord 
are no longer slaves to fear. Because what? You and I, we are a child, children of God. Now, we've looked at all the ways we're accepted in Christ and have been working through the ways we are secure in Him. We have a couple more to explore regarding the reality of our security in Him, though. We are loved, forgiven, freed, not condemned. Don't let those words pass you by. And always in His love and many more. That's our security. Today, we continue with a look at the fact that as we receive Christ and are recreated in Him, Ephesians 2.10, we are hidden with Christ in God. That's a powerful thing. That means when the flesh, the world, the enemy comes against us, we have a hiding place. We are secure. Colossians 3, 2 and 3 talks about this. It means that no matter what our trials and struggles, no matter how the enemy may come after us, no matter how much our flesh tempts us, along with the enemy in the world, we are assured that we can count on Christ to hide us from anything that would destroy us does not mean that we can, oh, thanks to grace for saving us and, live, and then live as we please, claiming this promise of assurance. The next verse is in Colossians 3, 4 through 17. Check it out. Remember, click on the link in the article at loveandlordship.com. Colossians 3, 4 through 17 state how we are to die to the old self, our old natural flesh, selfish, sinful desires and how we are now to put on the new person in Christ. This is how we are hidden and secure in Him. It changes who we are. It also means that no matter what we face, as we turn to Him by grace and faith, we can know that there will be nothing that can come against us that He doesn't already know about and that He has not already overcome. He will provide the protection and the way out. He's already done that in His Word and by Spirit. Are you by faith walking in that? 1 Corinthians 10, 13. No matter what temptation you face, he will, you will be able to bear up under it and he will provide a way out. Through his word and spirit, he has already provided that way. But we, by faith again, must choose being hidden in Christ to do so, to walk out in that way and not choose to satisfy the sinful desires and then wonder why we didn't, he didn't pull us out of our own selfish choices and actions. Remember, love must have free will. So what do you love more? The selfish desires and the instant gratification or the self-discipline walking in his truth and growing in Christ and all that he has in store for you? Food for thought as we wrap up this week. When you choose the truth that he has provided, you will always be able to walk away from that struggle or temptation and or be strengthened to endure it because you are hidden with God in Christ. By his spirit and in line with his word, you can choose the power, love, and self-discipline needed to make the decisions in keeping with His truth. This is the walk of faith that you can have when you are in Christ. It's been freely given to you. You have to choose it. Which do you love most? Are you secure in your relationship with and in Christ? You can be. Action items here. Number one, read the scriptures in the article. Go to loveandlordship.com. They're linked. And ask the Holy Spirit to teach you. Number two, journal what you've learned about your identity in Christ in this post. Number three, reflect on and write about what it means for you to have a spirit of power, love, and self-discipline. Not fear and timidity as you, are, as you walk with God in Christ, as you are hidden with God in Christ. And finally, number four, a couple of things here. 
What does it mean for you to know that he is working all things for good as you love him and walk according to his purpose? How does this give you confidence to know you can face all struggles and temptations and he already already has provided a way out? Write about that and pray about that a little bit. Let me know if you have other questions or concerns and we'll walk through it together. Love to engage with you. Contact me at loveandlordship at gmail.com, loveandlordship, spell it all out, at gmail.com. Or text or uh, call me at 859-229-6504. That's 859-229-6504. If your church group or organization would like to partner with Love and Lordship to hear more of this message for lordship, discipleship, loving relationships, marriage and family, living that out in his church and impacting the world, email, call or text me, message me here at Love and Lordship on the Facebook page. Love to talk with you as the Lord leads and let us know what you're thinking, how we can help and engage with you. Please continue to pray for us as we enter into the year end. You know, that's a fundraising time for ministries. So I ask that you would pray. Thank you for that more than anything. But if the Lord leads you as you pray to see this as his kingdom ministry and bringing fruit for his kingdom and glory, would you consider giving? You can do that at lovenlordship.com. There's a give tab there in the upper right corner, and it will guide you right through. It just takes a minute or so. Uh, and, and if not, if not us, keep praying for the Lord to show you where he desires for you to give for his kingdom and glory, and then be obedient to that and follow through because you love him. Love and Lordship's vision right there on the banner at the top. Every life and relationship built on the love and lordship of Jesus Christ. And our mission making disciples who make disciples in the love and worship of Jesus Christ in every home, church, and beyond for his kingdom and glory. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for your prayers. Thanks always to the Lord. Make it a great day, and God bless in Christ.